I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Baby, unfortunately, yeah. those are the only bars we're going to hear from Young Zell today. Dang. But wherever you are, we appreciate Dang. you for being with us here on this Wednesday, February 15th edition mm-hmm. of Dealing with KC. I'm Damian Barling. Acknowledge me! He is Kenny Caraway. Yes, sir. Acknowledge me. And if you're watching on twitch.tv slash ESPN 1320, we welcome you. If you're watching on youtube.com slash ESPN 1320, we appreciate you for joining us. Hit the thumbs up. Hit the subscribe buttons uh, while you're over there. If you're listening on the Odyssey app, uh, as we've learned today, many of you are. Thank you. Uh, very, very, very much thank you. Uh, and for those going old school on 1320 AM or new school on 98.5 FM uh, HD2, uh, we really do appreciate you being with us as the all-star break uh, for the Sacramento Kings and for Kings fans uh, is officially underway. Unfortunately, not going out the way uh, we hoped with the Sacramento Kings uh, losing last night in Phoenix and honestly just getting getting outplayed uh, from beginning to end for the most part yeah. by the Phoenix Suns, uh, 120 uh, to 109. Uh, we joked for those on the s- stream as I removed kind of the pre-show graphic it was DeMontis Simonis versus Wilt Chamberlain Oof. last night. As I, I, I know I tweeted something at, at halftime or around halftime that DeAndre Ayton had 17. It, it felt like DeAndre Ayton had 50. It felt like DeAndre Ayton was scoring every single time he touched the ball. Mm-hmm. I finally had to pull up the box score because in my head I had convinced myself he had to have been perfect from the field. <laughs> like he couldn't have missed the shot. He did. He didn't miss very many. He did miss a shot, but I must have missed. I must have blinked, sneezed. Grabbed some water, uh, gotten some dinner. I I missed virtually every shot DeAndre Ayton didn't make because uh, it just felt like he was unstoppable last night. Hey man, DeAndre. Ayton. I'm sorry. Oh, Chris Paul just got three more assists. Oof. Just just since Young Zell's rap ended, <laughs> Chris Paul got three more assists. Hey man, that dude DeAndre Ayton, he is a bucket. He is, he is a bucket. Man. Yeah. Um, this dude can score. Um, he's a good, uh, a good. Uh, I was gonna say good to above average rebounder for for his size. You probably want him to do a little bit more on the boards, but he he, he is a bucket. We know that for sure. That's something that you can ever you can't ever take away from him. 
And uh, he was on full display last night. Full display. Yeah. It was, it was a problem last night. Yeah, the old man was pretty good as well. Oh, man. Jeez. Yeah, got to be honest, didn't see that coming either. Um, 19 assists? That's Chris Paul. I, I could see that. Uh, the 17 points? Didn't, didn't, didn't expect that. I mean, he was doing what we said you can't let him do. Yep. And that's hang around that mid-range. Yep. Close his airspace, stay tight on him, and if he wants to go to – matter of fact, you, you could play, you know, on his hip the entire time and, and leave a gateway to the basket. And if he wants to take that, go ahead and take that. But it never really – that never really happened. They just kinda, would say, take that, take that, take that? <laughs> yeah. And they never, they never made him make that decision, it felt like. Unrelated. I thought Diddy's Super Bowl commercial was funny. Oh, yeah. Diddy doesn't yeah, do yeah. jingles. Yeah. Yeah, I thought I that like was that. funny. I like that. Um, <laughs> Shout out to Puff. Less, yesterday's show was a bit of a blur, uh, given the way that it started. As a matter of fact, 24 hours ago, we weren't actually on the air yet yesterday. <laughs> um, yesterday's game went exactly as we said it would. Like, if things go bad for the Kings, like, how do the Kings lose tonight against Phoenix? Chris Paul, mm-hmm. DeAndre Ayton, and, we, I mean, I mean, I think we all knew Devin Booker. Yeah. Like, it, 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 there's, there's no story there. We all knew Devin Booker was going to do his thing. Chris Paul creates and gets, I think the number was 15-plus points. Mm-hmm. And I, we, we talked about being concerned about how the game was officiated and – what DeAndre Ayton's impact would be. The officiating, I think, only comes into play when you realized, I thought Sabonis, I thought Sabonis got roughed up quite a bit yesterday. I thought so, too. And they let it ride. Yeah. Um, that's just the way they decided to officiate that. The game went exactly as we were concerned about, and there wasn't enough, uh, there wasn't enough on the Kings offensive end, and, and we'll get to this, outside of, Outside of our guy, sensational. That bench was a disaster Ooh, was, last night. It was non-existent last night, and you know it was almost it's almost like three on three basketball. But the killer to me, Damian, last night was we kind of mentioned him and like yeah, kind of like him, you know, solid. Josh Koji putting up yeah. nineteen. Yeah, I mean that that can't happen. Mm-hmm. And we like the guy. We think he's a, a, a good, good contributor, a good yeah. ball player. But you can't allow Booker to do what he does, Chris Paul to do what he does, Aiton to do what he does, and then Akoji put up 19 on 8 of 13 from the field. That's tough. That's tough, man. Akoji, and, and here, here, here also is, you know, it'll be different, of course, for this team when Kevin Durant arrives mm-hmm. in, in plays. He was obviously in the building last night. But when he's, he's on the floor in uniform, it'll be a little bit different for them. But – you you look at the fact Okoji, who you just mentioned, do played thirty nine minutes last night. Chris Paul played thirty seven. Mm. DeAndre Ayton played thirty six. DeAndre Ayton, Josh Koji, not worried about those two. Chris Paul playing thirty seven. Said it before. I always preface it with this: I am a Chris Paul guy. Mm. I know he's a polarizing figure, and people kind of feel a certain way about him. I love Chris Paul, but we all. No, just even as basketball fans, what the concern is for Chris Paul, what he does in game 60, nobody checking for that. Right. It's, is he going to be playing in game 
three, four, five of the first, second, third round, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Like, is Chris Paul going to be able to stay healthy? Mm-hmm. And, you know, put, playing 37 minutes last night to close out the All-Star break, of course, none of these guys, none of them have anything to do this weekend. I'm sure Chris Paul will be there. I'm sure some of these guys will be there. Chris Paul, I'm sure, has other duties there uh, at the All-Star game. But in terms of basketball, basketball activities, these guys don't have anything to do. They really did just leave it out there. All They just left it all out there on the floor. And I don't even know if that was their last game, no, come to think about Thursday. it. That's the thing about it. So that was a surprising thing. I thought maybe the Kings would do that. Mm. Um, and there was times when I thought Mike was doing that. I think he went to Domas a little earlier in the fourth um, than he probably normally would. Just saying, hey, 37 minutes for Doma, yeah, but I mean, essentially to, 38. We're about to have, you know, nine days off. Like, let's just try and get this W. So, you know, I thought they did. Fox played 38 minutes or whatever the case may be. Um, but I was surprised that Phoenix was doing that because they do play um, another game on Thursday. And, you know, maybe they're going to be looking at that game as, you know, the game where they allow for rest or whatever the case may be. But, they 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 had Chris Paul out there. Rest that one. They, they, they had Chris Paul out there, and this is this is kind of the thing that I talk about. I don't know if it's going to go this way mm-hmm. because they're in two different situations. But when everybody's like, "Man, we need you know we need some bench depth to to give these guys some rest," like, no, you guys are going to start playing. Your guys are going to be playing. And Phoenix with Aiton and Paul, and I know Booker only played about thirty minutes last night. He's coming off an injury. That has something to do with that. But in the second half, that's what you're looking at. He's coming off of an injury. Him and De'Aaron also bumped heads that I think uh, uh, had him feeling a certain way, and he went to the bench shortly after that. I was talking crazy about Devin. (laughs) When I was in my living room, boy, when that happened, you should have heard what I had to say. I didn't even go say it. When they bumped heads? (laughs) Yeah. I can't even imagine. <laughs> I can't even imagine. Y'all want to know what, what I said? Tune to the to the to the commercial. I'll tell you what I said. Cause y'all know how I am, man. Ain't I'm just I'm just talking. <laughs> there isn't another show in America that tells you to turn in during the commercial break uh, to find out what Kenny was yelling at at at, at, at Devin Booker uh, during that game. We'll get to how bad this bench was. De'Aaron Fox, thirty five points. Ain't on, ain't on. De'Aaron, this is not on you. Everybody else, this is on you. De'Aaron, this is not on you. Not on you. Well, I mean, Domas, to be fair, had twenty four and fifteen. Domas, Domas, his his game was crazy because you know I was just watching a little bit, like I was doing some other stuff. I was cooking Valentine's Day dinner last night. Oh, very nice. What'd you cook? Yeah, some steak. Uh, We had some asparagus. Very nice potatoes. Very nice. It was it was was good. Asparagus in the oven or on the on the uh, grill. Okay, no, I like that. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was some good stuff, yeah. man. Um, so I was doing that. So I wasn't really locked into the first half. I didn't really get locked. It was on. But I was doing some other stuff. Um, I say all that to say, like, I was watching a little bit in the third quarter, and I was like, hey, DeAndre Aiden, he had a tough matchup uh, for Sabonis. You know, his, his size might be an issue. Like you said, Sabonis was getting roughed up a little bit. You know, I wasn't looking at the numbers. I was just looking at the gameplay. I was like, man, it's messed up. <laughs> Still got twenty four and fifteen. Yeah. Well, he, he <laughs> on on seven to twelve. Well, seven to twelve. Well, th- 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 I, g- I guess that's the key point, though. He, seven of twelve, which means those points came from somewhere. Mm-hmm. He was ten to ten at the foul line. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. as much as you looked at that game, or I, I won't speak. As much as I looked at the game, thinking, "Damn, they are letting Sabonis get rocked down there." He did go to the foul line. He he took double digit free throw attempts. Mm-hmm. 
He probably couldn't could have taken damn near twice that yeah. if they had called the game a little bit more consistently. Not saying that's why they won or lost, just saying officiating and the way you officiate Simonis. I was actually, when we made that statement yesterday, was looking at it from the other end. Mm. Is he going to be able to be physical with DeAndre Ayton? Mm. The thing I wasn't prepared for was DeAndre Ayton is extremely comfortable 7 to 10 feet from the basket. He's, I think the first play was him just below the free throw line. Pop. Mm -hmm. Just pop. Mm -hmm. It wasn't back to the basket. I'm going, you know, I'm 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 going at you know one of the toughest one of the toughest centers in the league one of the strongest centers in the league. Aiden was like, no, I'm good. I'm gonna work with Chris Paul to find my space at the rim. And that again is what we were talking about yesterday. Is like, why was it ever a question whether Aiden and Chris Paul could work together? DeAndre Aiden feels like the player Chris Paul loves. So all of this, whether it's Monty and Chris, whether it's Monty and, and and DeAndre, whatever whatever the thing is there in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. They work through that. This team's very, very dangerous. Yeah, they, they this year they, and next they're, year, they're stacked. And then no, and then also last year it wasn't like he did a whole hell of a lot. But um, T.J. Warren decided to play for the first time in twenty years. Oh yeah, well, I'm playing tonight. I I thought he went to Brooklyn. He did, and he was part of the trade. See, I completely I I assume that. <laughs> Uh, when he got the call, yeah, and just I I missed that. I had no idea he was a part of the trade. Now for all the- as soon as they said T.J. Warren, I'm like, what? Because I think Mark pointed out the ovation you're hearing is for T.J. Warren. Like, yeah. what the hell is he doing? Was he in the crowd? <laughs> what was he doing there? For all you fact checkers, I know he did play some games in Brooklyn, like ten, but still, I know he played. But yeah, it's, no, yeah, T.J. Warren here, you know. It's all good. He's playing. I ain't seen that man play since uh, NBA was on NBC. He got the JaVale McGee treatment. We'll come (laughs) back. Uh, We're just getting started. We're happy you're here with us. We're with you for the next four hours. I forgot to. Joe Davidson joining us. Joe Davidson will be with us uh, next hour. James Ham, final hour of this show. Much more ahead. We're just getting started. It's Dilo and KC on Sacramento Sports Leader, ESPN 1320. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. D-Lo and KC continues. Streaming live on the Odyssey app. I see you, Jesse. I see you. You know what I'm saying? We out here. Live hey. on uh, twitch.tv slash ESPN1320 and youtube.com slash ESPN1320. Apparently that stream is a little bit more eventful than I remember it being. So uh, you got <laughs> you to gotta tap in every once in a while. Sometimes you get content that doesn't make the air, uh, including um, Kenny's take on Devin Booker yesterday. So <laughs> that's, that's, that's definitely worth hey, going man, out of your book, way. Going man, to, you know, it's, just, it's just competitive, Book. It's just competitive. You know what I mean? I, I, I it's never a little I out never, of pocket. I never say that. Line. I never say that in real life. Just you know, when you're yelling at your TV, yeah, just, just, just we competitive. You know what I'm saying? We just competitive. <laughs> he was good last night, man, and he 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 stays good. Nothing surprising about Devin Booker's performance. I don't want to gloss over what De'Aaron Fox did last night either. He had 35 uh, in last night's loss. He was seven of eight uh, from the free throw line. He was four of seven. Uh, from beyond the arc, and it was his third straight 30-plus point game. Uh, he's headed into the All-Star break, break playing really, really well. You It'll know, be great on Thursday uh, when they introduce him with the All-Star MVP trophy. You know, you know, right, right. That, that'd be crazy. And then the Rising Stars Challenge MVP and the three-point champion know, all there in this I was thing. thinking, You know I was thinking about? Because the game is usually pretty trash, right? But, it, you know, it's go time once we get into, you know, the the – it's really the Elam ending, but mm-hmm. the Kobe ending. Um, I mean, I don't know who's going to be on the floor then, but, I mean, the most clutch player in the league probably should be. Should be, yeah. yeah. He'll be out there. I mean, Kyrie should be out there. Mm. Um, you know, the, the interesting thing to watch, I I don't know that LeBron would want to be out there. <laughs> LeBron probably looking around like, how many minutes in this thing do I got to play? <laughs> Um, no, that'll be interesting. It'll definitely be interesting to see who's on the floor uh, in those final that final stretch. But you know, I um, watched that game last night, and my guy Devin Booker was Your out guy. there, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> was out there hooping right. And I got the sense that Book, because this is what he does, and this is like seriously why you know I fool with him. Um, he probably went out last night saying I didn't make the All Star team. De'Aaron did. I'm an all-star. I'm about to I'm about to go to work. I'm about to go to work. I'm about to make it a point to prove why I should have been an all-star and why the only reason I didn't is cuz I got hurt and I should be I should be in that same like Steph category or even if I get hurt you better still put me on the all-star. Yeah, I think he came out like that. And you know what? He had a good game. But you know who didn't fold under them lights? Who didn't fold under you know that energy from Book? That was De'Aaron Fox. Mm-hmm. De'Aaron Fox, right? They're like, no, Book, you might be an All Star, but I'm for real. Mm-hmm. I'm for real an All Star as well. And I love to see those two going back. I love to see the way De'Aaron Fox was playing last night and and answering the call in that situation and having a big game of his own. And in a certain way, because you know I talked about this with the Mavericks games and other games in the past. I mean, I, I loved seeing the game within the game a little bit last night with those guys competing and really playing at a high level. It was some good stuff, and I'm glad to see Fox was up for the challenge and is on that level. Uh, We'll open up the phone lines for you. I forgot to mention that. Please forgive me, 916-909. 
thirteen twenty. I think Devin Booker and and I does that type of stuff set in. Plus the fact that outside of Kevin Durant, if you want to count that, the Suns don't have an All Star. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, one they're they are right now the four seed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they, they, they obviously, as we saw last night, they're a good team now that everyone expects to be better. So I'm sure they have a little bit of chip, uh, a, a little bit of a chip on their shoulder. But in, for for book, it's like book. Everybody knows you're an all star. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows you're an all star player. You're an all NBA player. You've played thirty something of almost sixty games. Mm-hmm. Played like thirty two of sixty games. Thirty three maybe now of sixty games. It's okay. You didn't get the mid season nod. Keep doing what you're doing. You're gonna get. You're going to get the big. You're you're going to get the one that matters more in that yeah. All NBA nod yeah. at the end of the season. It's not um, okay for him, though. That's what I. And love that's him. all right. That's what I love. That's yeah, what I do. That's love all right. Him. It's not okay because you're right. You're hundred. Like that's logical. And book is like, nah, it's not all right. Like, like anybody watching Kawhi Leonard thinking he's not an All Star, right? Like right. Ka- Ka- Kawhi Leonard right now, it, it, uh, it, it, he's pacing towards being an All Pro player again. He was cooking. Again. Didn't make the All Star team. For reasons similar to book, mm-hmm. but yeah, like yeah, we'll 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 talk about Los Angeles and, and Golden State in a little bit. But oh my goodness, Kawhi Leonard, my goodness! But Kawhi looking like he's back. I I I I, I, I will zed some numbers here mm. uh, on the Clippers. Very very generic form of will zed some numbers. Okay, uh, we'll have those for you. I did uh, some numbers too. I did some math last night, too. Little Will Z wannabes here on D-Lo and KC. <laughs> uh, it doesn't take a lot of Will Z statistical work uh, to realize the Kings bench outside of Terrence Davis last night was terrible. Mm. As a matter of fact, that's not a, a stretch. In fact, saying they're terrible might be a little bit kind. Mm. Outside of a field goal from Trey Lyles, no one else scored. Trey Lyles hit a field goal and I think some free throws. Terrence Davis scored 11. That was it. Damn. And to revisit an old conversation, you got nothing from Davion. You got nothing from anybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, that second unit, and, and, you, and you go back and you look at the way that they've played. In other games, you look at the way that they played in that second game versus Dallas. We talked about how impactful this bench unit is for Sacramento and how different games are. I think it was the one-point Houston or two-point whatever it was, win against Houston, where I think it was that game where the starters were terrible, but the bench was on point. The starters collectively, maybe not terrible, weren't very good, Mm -hmm. but the second unit was on point. Last night, that second unit was nowhere to be found. Yeah, And they they really needed that punch from the second unit because they were hanging around a lot, like – they never really let the game get completely out of hand. You know, look like Phoenix wanted to run away a little bit, get it to nine, get it to 11. And they're like, no, no, we'll hit a three here. We'll get it back down to six. And I felt like they needed that that little punch from the bench to kind of put them over the top, whether it was Trey Lyles or, you know, maybe if Kessler Edwards would have been able to hit, you know, the three he took or something like that. Something, some spark from the bench, Davion Mitchell. Um, to kind of help guide this thing and bring it on home to a point where they could get it to two, you know, maybe take the lead in the fourth quarter, and that that never really came last night. It was a rough night for the bench. It might have been the it might have been the Pacers game. Looking back at the box scores, I'm trying to figure out what game that was. It it, it, it could have been the Pacers game. Um, Davion was out that one. 
but the bench had scoring contributions from Trey, Chemezi, TD, Malik, and then just nothing from Davion, from Keegan Murray, uh, and not enough even mm. from Domas and Kevin Herter. Mm. Again, that was a game De'Aaron was out. But the point being, the bench is such a difference maker for this team. Mm-hmm. And, man, when they're as non-existent as they were last night, it's going to be tough for them to win games. It's going to be yeah. tough for the Kings to win games. And it's going to be tough for that bench to be what we hope it can be and what we kind of expect it to be when their best player on the bench isn't there. You know? Yeah, that's you – know, Malik Muck is <clears> – I don't, I don't have the number exactly in front of me, but he's like, you know, 15 points a game maybe uh, on the season. Like that's – that's a that's that's a huge number to take away from your bench, you know, 15 points, and ask other guys to make that up. Because usually, what makes the bench so good is you get 15 from Malik, and then you get an additional 11 from Trey Lyles, or maybe 11 from um, Terrence Davis, and seven or eight from Dave. that's what makes it great. But you know, saying, "Hey, let's remove 15, and then ask those other guys to step up," that's tough sometimes. With that said, though, Terrence has stepped up and played really, mm-hmm. really well in Malik's mm-hmm. absence. Mm-hmm. Um, ideally, you want those two to be able to play really, really well together. Right. Uh, but you're right. Uh, I'm I'm 100 percent with you. It's it's but it's it's a it's it's different when think Malik it, isn't there. Think about it like this: like say say Terrence made up for Malik's numbers. Just mm-hmm. you know, he he filled in and did what Malik normally would do. There's games when Malik does that and the bench does what they did last night, and it's not enough. You we'll come in here mm-hmm. and we'll be like, man, Malik scored, but nothing from Trey Lyles, nothing from Metu. Right. You know, so it's essentially the same thing last night. You know, usually when you have Terrence playing well and Malik playing well, that's like that makes you have a super bench, right? And Trey Lyles playing well. That, that makes you have a super bench. And really what happened last night was it was essentially as if you had Malik Monk there and nobody else showed up. Terrence Davis played the role of Malik Monk. It never felt like the Kings were out of last night's game, and it never felt like they were going to win. Mm. I never – it's like they don't – I don't know if it's late. They, I don't think they have the punch to do it. Mm. And I thought, all right, your one hope right now is probably De'Aaron. Then I thought, man, Devin Booker can go toe-to-toe with De'Aaron. Mm-hmm. So e- e- even if De'Aaron goes off, it could just get offset. And that gets you nowhere. Yeah. Um, I never, I never, I, I was like, they, 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 they get within four. Next possession, it would be six. Like, I felt like they couldn't, they couldn't maintain that arm's reach long enough to really, they'd find DeAndre Ayton four feet from the basket and he'd just psh, pop it in and be on his way. And they had a couple, the, the one, you know, most frustrating um, play probably in that entire fourth quarter was, when there was three or four kings around the the rebound, the defensive rebound, they let it bounce around, and yeah. uh, I forgot exactly who it was, maybe Tory Craig or somebody, just somehow came up with the basketball, mm-hmm. and that led to a bucket. And it's like, come on, man, what are mm-hmm. we doing out here, guys? What's going on here? Nine one six nine zero nine thirteen twenty. Let's get to our man Brendan here. Brendan, what's happening? Hey, what's up, guys? What's going uh, on, big dog? Just a couple of points. Um, Something I saw earlier in the season, I don't know if it was that first four-game stretch where they lost or a little bit further than that, but I watched Sabonis against big centers. Uh, people like Aiton, 
uh, you know, big guys, uh, even JaVale McGee, people like that. Uh, it just, there's something missing there. I don't know. I don't know if it's just the size or the athletic ability of those guys, how they move, something about that that's going to be a problem. I, you know, I saw him get in foul trouble earlier in the season, and he was he was catching a bunch of fouls against guys like that and stuff. So, uh, that that's a little bit of worry. Other than that, if the bench thing, um, they're going to have to switch things up a little bit. The teams are getting wise to what the Kings do. You know what I mean? They're they're getting wise to what Malik comes in and Sabonis is on the court. Well, they're going to play pick and roll. Uh, Malik's not going to be able to give all those passes off to Sabonis after the break. People mm-hmm. are going to be watching film. They're going to be looking at that. They're going to have to switch things up. They're going to have to get that Edwards guy involved, I believe, because he's a big guy. He's got range and everything. They're going to need some defense. But they're going to have to switch things up a little bit, I think, to to be successful going forward because people have seen enough film on the Kings now. They know what they're doing. That's, that's interesting. Be real, real quick before you go. Where are you from? Uh, Jonesboro, Arkansas. Okay. Okay. All right. All we right. appreciate you. Big Thanks, ups. B. Big Thanks ups. for tapping in. Now, I will say this. I disagree with Brendan. Yeah. Pretty much all the way through. Although the smallest well, thing, I understand. Like, it's like, man, JaVale's bigger than him. Aiden's bigger than him. That looks like a tough matchup. We've, we've had the, the Steven Adams there. conversation before yeah. uh, about how just – Things are more difficult when he goes against someone as big and as strong. It's as difficult, they, but the production's there. Mm-hmm. The production, production's always there. Javale, they look like a problem. Like man, Javale, he, he gives some problems. Twenty four and eleven. Aiden, he gives some problems. Twenty four, fifteen, and seven. Like the production is is still there. Mm-hmm. All right, so so I I don't think that is, is much of an issue. And then when you know, Brennan and he's not alone. Others say teams kind of hip to what the Kings want to do, and they've kind of figured it out. <clears throat> Not really. Well, that's... They're getting buckets damn near every night. Last night, they just got nobody on the bench to 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 produce. The starters played well. Yeah, that's the thing. We talk about, you know, but, but Brendan kept saying after, you know, after the break, like teams, like... The, the break is literally just that. It's just a stoppage in games. Like, I, I'm guessing most of these guys aren't diving into Sacramento Kings film for the next 10 days. Mm-hmm. I, I'm guessing most guys probably aren't diving into film at all uh, until they get back with their teams and are preparing for their first opponent. No one's studying the Sacramento Kings. First team out the gate is a team the Kings have only seen once, and it's the Portland Trailblazers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and that's a team that, you know, they're, they're, they're a little sketchy right now, especially after what happened to Anthony Simons last night. Mm-hmm. But... I don't like the, the break is just that it's just a break. It's just a stoppage in play. And I don't think there's this big reset. There's this big recalibration. It's like, all right, guys, let's go get those Sacramento Kings. Like, no, I, I think that's not happening. The, the, the MO on the Kings, I think is pretty clear. Uh, play big guys. Uh, thanks, Jason Kidd, uh, for, <laughs> for, for, for reminding uh, the league of that a couple of days ago and try to slow down their scoring. Um, We'll be able to get points against them, but will we be able to get as many points as they do? Right. And if they get hot, we're we're stuck. Right. Um, there are things that you can throw at them. The book on the Kings is already out there. 
Again, we're damn near 60 games into this. The book is out there. Coaches have read it. They know what's in it. It's a question of whether the th- the JaVale McGee's, the, 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 the big centers, the big guys, uh, can they can they slow this down? Can they neutralize DeMontis Sabonis? And can they keep Herter and Keegan from getting hot? Can they keep De'Aaron out of the paint and off of the foul line? Can they do those things to actually execute what's in their playbook? And that's still to be determined. If, if I was If I was trying to figure out what to do with the Kings, and I think this is what people around the league are doing, is I would take the Toronto game and look at that as maybe a blueprint because they frustrated Sabonis. They made him they made him play one on one while clogging up the, the passing lanes mm-hmm. for him. And that seemed to be effective. But even then, it's like I don't know. Like me, I ask Willsey every time. Every time they have a bad offensive outing. Everything. I was like, Will Z, what's the what's the wide open three situation looking like? <laughs> they're getting the same amount. It's just whether or not they're gonna make them that night. Like that's really what it comes down to. Nobody, nobody has really shut down this team offensively. They don't shut them down. Yeah. The Kings are streaky shooters. You know, they have they have guys that you know are, are hot sometimes and and other times are not. And honestly, it's whether or not they take care of the ball. That's what we see a lot of the times on the road. Last night, I don't think it didn't feel like that was much of an issue last night. But in other games in the past, like if they're turning the ball over, that's an issue. Uh, they had 17 turnovers last night, so that's not it's not good. Like that's it's too many. Um, so if they're if they're taking care of the basketball and they're hitting a decent amount of their shots, like last night they had 14 threes. You cut those turnovers down to nine instead of seventeen, you might win that game. You know what I mean? Like the that's what it comes down to for me. Like it's nobody's figuring them out. Like they're gonna get their one twenty if they're taking care of the basketball and knocking down shots. Uh Domas in that Toronto game that you mentioned, nine points, uh, eight rebounds, four assists, nine turnovers. Mm. That's what when he had like seventeen turnovers in two games, I think. Oof. <laughs> oh, that was tough. It was yeah. uh, Minnesota the next night. And where is Domas there? Oh, it's not that one. Maybe it, maybe it was the, the Memphis before. one the night before. Yeah, it was Memphis. Yep. And they played they yep. one. They scored 133 that night. By the yeah, way. and he turned the ball over eight times. Yeah. He turned the ball over. My God. How did the Kings win that game? Oh, that was the that was the the that was that crazy four minute stretch at the yeah, end where they just well, they, like they turned the, the third quarter and middle of the fourth they or third quarter to the end of the game they just destroyed the, the Grizzlies. They turned the ball over twenty five times <laughs> in that game. Uh, yeah, they outscored the the Grizzlies in that quarter thirty three to ten, and then I think there was a an eight minute point where it was like thirty to. Four or something like that, thirty to six yeah, or something somewhere. absurd like that. Wow, yeah, seventeen turnovers in two games for Domas. Will Z tapping in? Kings had seventeen wide open threes and eighteen open threes last night, right around their averages of nineteen point six hmm. wide open threes a game and fourteen point three open threes a game. They just and they they hit my number 
They had twenty. They had fourteen threes. I did. Yeah. Um, assist number was lower than what you normally like. It was at twenty three, but looking at it, the seventeen turnovers. That's just that's just too much. And I don't know the points off of turnovers, but um, fourteen to fourteen to seven uh, was the three point mm. differential. Like they only um, made seven. I think the points off of turnovers. Was pausing for dramatic effect. 17? 17 points off turnovers for the Suns. Yeah. yeah I they think. Did what they, they did what they were supposed to do. You coughing it up. You make them pay for it. I just think of Kessler Edwards yesterday. Uh, he was he was okay. He got a, I mean, he played. He got some time out there. Yeah. He was okay. Um I don't want to make this like a competition because I don't feel that way. If Kessler's getting run and he's doing a good job and, and you know, playing to the level he did last night, um, ah, Phoenix had 25. I can never remember if it's the points in parentheses next to the number is the amount of points they had in turnovers or the amount of points the other team. I, I forget it every single time when I look at the 25 box 25 points off of thanks, Randy. And I'll, and I'll absolutely forget on Thursday <laughs> or on Friday when we do this again. 25 points off of 17 uh, Kings turnovers. That's kind of the game a little bit right there. Um, but Kessler Edwards looked look fine. I, what I was going to say about like not making a competition, I was going to bring up KZ. I didn't, he didn't look any different than KZ. But it's not really about those two. But it's like, you know, my thing is just play KZ. But it's whatever. I would, I would just play KZ Akpala because I think he looks really good on the defensive end when he gets his opportunities. But I guess that's just not in the cards. Let's get in uh, Kamara right quick. Nine one six nine zero nine thirteen twenty. What's up, attorney at law? Uh, yeah. Last night's game was interesting because I can say one of the few games um, this year that I felt Mike Brown was actually outmost. I don't know if you guys saw that. Uh, explain. Okay, so I thought Phoenix did a great job in the beginning of freeing up Chris Paul with schemes of getting him you know, uh, rubbing guys off, getting them, uh, Chris Paul, to get into the lane. And the adjustments with, like, the lack of, you know, drop downs and in the second half, I just – I turned off the game after the third – early in the third quarter. I was like, okay, they're good. They're not making adjustments. It's <laughs> Phoenix is just going to just gonna run away with this game. And, you know, even with the benching of Keegan, I saw later. I just mm. – you know, I mean, Mike Brown has been really – he's been knocking out the park all year, so I'm not too much on him. But I, I still believe – that Sacramento can beat this Phoenix team. I saw some of the doomsday online, like, oh, man, they're just so much better than us. And I'm like, yeah, Phoenix might be a better team, but I don't think that was represented, including the fact that um, they had a lot of, like, you know, uh, three-point plays or continuation plays just from bad, you know, bad uh, defensive, um, you know, matchup. I, I just matchups, excuse me. And, and I just – I don't think that was a true representation of that team against Phoenix. Um, I think Mike Brown, if you had ask, if you ask him internally, he might say, hey, there's some things I could have done to kind of alleviate Chris Paul getting so easy into the lane. Um, you know, alleviate De- Devin Booker looking like, you know, um, he was just kind of having, uh, 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 you know, he was kind of having a workout there. Like, it was just kind of, it was just a really, it was a weird game to watch just from a scheme. I don't know 
what did you guys think about that? Yeah, we'll 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 address that. We'll come back. Phone lines will stay open for you. Nine one six nine zero nine thirteen twenty. We'll talk more Kings basketball when we return here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN thirteen twenty. Streaming live on the Odyssey app. This hey, song right here. KC already looking at March Madness tournament. Uh, it's that time, baby. Football season's over. You shift your gear towards, and it's about to be all-star uh, break, so college basketball center stage. Uh, Want to cheer on the Kings as they take on Portland on February 23rd. Uh, enter online at ESPN1320.com. Uh, for your chance to win those tickets, just go to ESPN1320.com. Uh, head to the contest page and register to win those tickets to see the Sacramento Kings take on Portland when the second half, second part, second part of the season resumes uh, one week from tomorrow. Hmm. Um, Kamara was talking about I, I, and we were talking a, li- a little bit about this during the commercial break. I, I I understand, you know, Kevin Durant's not there. Mikel Bridges is gone. You know, we could probably looked at that game a certain way, wanted the Kings attack it, headed into the all-star break, uh, on the up and up, feeling good, extend the lead a little bit. I absolutely understand that. I wanted that too. Fact is, Phoenix just played better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think – I mean, and we, we could pick apart this game, and that's kind of our job to pick it apart. Look, Davion's got to be better. Davion's got to be better, like all the way around. He didn't contribute a lot uh, to last night's game. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not going to kill Trey Lyles because Trey Lyles doesn't have very many bad games. Mm-hmm. Chemezi Metu, hey, it's happened a lot this year. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what to say about that. Kessler Edwards, it was our first look at him. I don't know why Keon Ellis played less than a minute. I don't know what Mike <laughs> saw there that he didn't like. I don't know why Keon couldn't get a run, uh, but. He didn't, and so Kings couldn't stop Chris Paul. Devin Booker and Chris Paul hit big shots. I'm still convinced DeAndre Ayton didn't miss a single field goal. I don't care that the box score says he was 13 of 17. I don't believe it. Uh, I think he was perfect from the field. Uh, He hit every shot I saw him take, uh, and he walked away with 29 and 11. Mm. It's a good squad. It's a great coach, uh, and the Kings weren't good enough to win. De'Aaron played like a superstar. De'Aaron Fox played like an all-star. Devonta Sabonis played like an all-star. Uh, they were missing their anchor, Malik Monk. Uh, Keegan Murray's struggles have continued. I guess the fourth rookie wall of the season has popped up and slapped him in the face. Uh, hopefully he can move around that over the course of the next uh, eight days or so. But I, I'm going I'm to I'm be honest, as, as thrilled as I am, everyone is here to chat and talk and I just don't have a lot on this game outside. They just got beat by the Phoenix Suns. No, no, it's, it, you know, you know, I am sometimes, man. These things happen, man. Phoenix Suns are a good team. You're not going to win all these games. Uh, you don't have to play like garbage to lose sometimes. Like sometimes you just aren't as crisp. They weren't crisp last night. I brought up the turnovers. And, you know, you played a team in Phoenix that executed a lot better. Um, you'll see them again a couple more times. They'll have Kevin Durant. Yeah. We'll, we'll see what goes on. In the chat, they're bringing up like Keon Ellis uh, playing and you know deserving more minutes. I like Keon Ellis as a ball player. That reminded me of another moment because it was like three or four moments that didn't allow them to kind of like take a next step in that game. Hmm. And Keon coming in, 
to that game at the end of the shot clock and fouling Devin Booker late in the third. I said, no, 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 Keon, no, no. That can't happen. But ironically enough, I think that was late in the quarter and the Kings got the Fox free throws and then his steal at the end of the quarter to make it. They went into the fourth quarter down like four or six, one of the two. Yeah, I think it was four. I think it was four. So they had opportunities to win that game. I, I credit um I credit the Suns um with big shot making, you know, whether it's spectacular shots or just solid shots like DeAndre Ayton made. And they never allowed the Kings to get to the point where, you know, the game's either tied or they take a quick lead and start to feel good about themselves, man. Phoenix Phoenix won that game last night. Uh see our man special ed here uh asking about um Harrison Barnes. What about HB averaging three rebounds over the last few weeks? Uh, I haven't dug into Harrison's numbers over the last few weeks, but we could speak on last night's game because, you know, Harrison only had two rebounds in last night's game. But I, I think, you know, if, if Doc Rivers would hear, he, he, he would tell you it's, it's important to tell the whole story. Uh, I wish you'd tell the whole story. Thank you, Doc. Uh, 40 rebounds for the Sacramento Kings, 37 for the Phoenix Suns. So the context of the game is important, especially when you consider, I think, Phoenix shot, I get the exact number for you, 56.8%. They shot 56.8% from the field. Kings out-rebounded them. And Domas had 15 of those 40. Mm-hmm. So if if we can, we can pick apart Harrison's rebounding numbers, we could pick apart Keegan Murray's rebounding numbers from early in the season. We could do all of that. And I'm sure Mike will. But... We have to be careful that we do tell the whole story. Kings out-rebounded them. Uh, Domas had 15 of those rebounds, 15 of those 40 rebounds, and they had a uh, – the, the, the Phoenix just shot a ridiculous percent yesterday mm-hmm. as well, percentage from the field. So I, I think there is some context in, that, 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 uh, that applies to uh, analyzing Harrison Barnes's rebounding numbers. Again, I, I didn't do it for the Dallas series – I didn't do it for the Houston series. Like we could go back and look at all those. We've got a week to do it. If you, if you really want to spend the next seven days diving into Harrison Barnes' rebounding numbers, we've got time to do it. Uh, I just didn't. <laughs> when I turned that post game show off, I didn't walk away going, Man, if "Harrison Barnes just had six rebounds. The Kings would have won this game." <laughs> Damn it, HB! Like at no point did Harrison rebound. Harrison's rebounding numbers cross my mind. No, no, and I, I didn't. I didn't even think about this while the game was going on, but now that we've seen there and we're talking about it, I mean, the story of the game to me is the 17 turnovers. 17 turnovers mm-hmm. turning, turning in 25 yeah. Phoenix Suns points. They just, especially with the way they were um, allowing or the way Phoenix was shooting last night, you couldn't, you couldn't just turn the ball over. You couldn't have empty possessions yourself. And you had 17 empty possessions out there, and that led to the 25 points. To me... That was the nail in the coffin for that game last night. And even with all that, I mean, they – I don't know exactly what the timing and the number was, but it was like a six-point game late. Like, they had mm-hmm. an opportunity to to do something, but they, they just couldn't overcome um, the sloppy play on the offensive end. And those are things that they've just – they've got to be better at. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing I'm just really anxious to see when things resume next week – is this bordering on mythological shift that's about to happen in the league. Mm. 
everyone is is telling us that it's different after the All-Star break. Those, I, I guarantee you, get your James Ham bingo card out. He's going to say something uh, about the next 20 games of the season. If he doesn't say it today, he's going to say it Friday. But he's going to talk about those final 20 games and ramping up or ramping down, depending on where you are. And this second part of the season has gained near mythological status. <laughs> a- apparently, everyone is about to turn into the 73-win Warriors. Right before our eyes, there are about to be 30-some-odd unbeatable teams in the league. <laughs> I cannot wait to see this. It's going to be the most spectacular basketball we've ever seen where the entire league is unbeatable. The whole league is just going to be like the bubble. Oh, it's going to be incredible. It's going to be the – Jamal Murray back going for 50. T.J. Warren. Dame's going for 60. And then there's – and we all know how the Kings bubble went. Oh, yeah, and the Kings just can't keep up. Like, everybody in the world is going to play better basketball except De- for the Kings. De'Aaron's going to – you know, De'Aaron's going back to points in the teens. <laughs> Post All Star break, De'Aaron averaging 16 points per game. <laughs> I, I'm, I, I, I cannot wait to see what happens. But you know, you know, the interesting thing about that is I did, I did some math. You ready for the math now, or you want to hold it till later? I, I really do hate math. Can we hold the math till later? Sure. Do, do I have to? Do I have to show my work? No, hell no. Okay, thank goodness. Just trust that I did what I needed to do to get this answer. All right. So. I yeah, we'll you. talk about it. But I did some math, but it goes along the lines of what you're talking about. And it's 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 interesting. Like when, when people bring that up, like I said, everybody gonna just play better except for the king. Everybody. <laughs> and I I mean everyone's gonna play better. Everyone's gonna get healthy. Kevin Durant's gonna be a hundred percent. Uh any lingering issues from Devin Booker, no problem. Chris Paul is gonna go swimming in in, in the fountain of youth. Maybe he's going on the darkness retreat. With Aaron Rodgers, and he's coming back from this thing fully locked in. No concerns about Kawhi Leonard or and Paul George uh, moving forward. Uh, Nikola Jokic is going to be 100% uh, coming out of this. Like, everyone is going to be good. Great. Carl Anthony Towns, I'm sure, is going to come back as a as a monster. That's going to work all the time. The sudden. Rudy Gobert experiment all of a sudden is going to work. Hey, don't forget the Lakers. You know they they made championship moves at the day at the deadline. Jared Vanderbilt is going to be All NBA third team by the time uh, these next twenty something games are over. That's all happening in the league uh, when we return. <laughs> the way people talk about this, that's 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 what's going to happen. Yeah, except to the Kings. To the Kings, the Kings are going twenty nineteen. The Kings just don't get those superpowers. Like they just, it's not going to happen. We're going to see all the potential from Jalen Green and Jabari Smith all of a sudden. <laughs> Even the Spurs are going to get locked in. See now the, the 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 well see see that's the flip side to this. Is the Spurs? They just turn everything off, mm. and they're 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 done. Mm-hmm. It'll be fascinating to hear that people are wondering, like, what happened? Like, how many how many more games does Portland have to lose? Does does Portland really have to fall out of this thing before they go? Hey, Dame, man, we might be able to go get you some real help next year. Mm. Maybe we shut this thing down a little bit. Try our luck at the lottery. Like, we'll have a good draft pick. Mm-hmm. We're going to get you help, but we could get some franchise changing help. You have that, uh, Oklahoma City. I, I I feel like Oklahoma City's going to keep fighting. 
Utah is interesting. I don't know what Utah is going to do. I kind of feel like there's a there's a tenth spot. The playing spots are right there for anyone who wants them outside of San Antonio and Houston. Right. Like if you want to make the plan, you can. Like no, the, 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 those are the only two teams that are truly out of it. To be told, the Lakers aren't that far away from playing themselves out of this thing. To, I was looking at the Lakers right now, too, and I'm like, yeah, what is that, two and a half back? You're two and a half back of the 10, but I don't know. You got to jump two other teams. You got to hope three teams just start losing games left and right. Like, there's a lot that has to be done for the Lakers mm-hmm. to, to turn up. And you got to win games yourself. You got and that's a, and again, that's, a, that's the other part of this equation. You got to start winning games at a clip in which you haven't won games at all this season at. But that's the mythological return uh, of these teams after the All Star break. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.